Yo, yo, yo. Hey, how we doing, everybody? Welcome to the LTK Show. My name is Luther Kangas, and joined, as always, by EO, Mr. Eric Ogstead. And on the show today, we got Dan Hulkalter. Hulks is a good friend of ours. It was great to catch up with him. Um, just an awesome guy. He recently was on the CMAs. Maybe you've seen the performance already, but he honored Charlie Daniels with a sweet rendition of Devil Went Down to Georgia. Um, and he also played that growing up a couple times. So, you know, we've we've seen it before, but he was lights out in this performance. And he gives us a sneak peek kind of behind the curtain and talks about, you know, the events leading up to it and um, all that good stuff. So caught up caught up with him about that and then some other things. So it was, it was a good time. We had a lot of fun. Thanks, folks, for being on. Uh, before we get going, though, I'd like to thank the sponsor, which is the JP4 Foundation. The JP4 Foundation uses the game of baseball to provide healthy meals, healthy activities, and healthy relationships for youth in the Twin Cities. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle JP4 Foundation or by visiting them at jp4foundation.org. Great organization, and they do great things for uh, a, lot, a lot of kids in the city. So, good stuff. Hey, let's get into this thing. LTK show with Mr. Dan Holcalter. Well, yeah, it was good to see the uh, the old high school video on that on that news segment. Wasn't that funny? <laughs> Fun to watch, man. We've we've come a long way from VHS, have we not? Oh my God, yeah. The uh, the the quality left a little to be desired it for sure. So, dude, it looks so old. <laughs> no. Well, that's that's it awesome. Was like, that's it looked like 1968. Dude, it was like, <laughs> what uh, is this? Hulks, how's the fam? Everything good? Yeah, everything's good. Yeah, so so my sister, older sister, Jess, um, am I too loud? I feel like I'm loud. You sound good to me. Hang on, I'm going to turn that down a little bit. Um, Is that still okay? Yeah, I think you're a little louder than us. What do you think, Angie? Hang on, it's easy, yeah. Yeah. How about that? We want him to be loud. He's a star of the show. No, I need to be... Uh-huh. No, you sound good. Yeah, it sounds good right now with whatever you did. It's good. Yeah. That, yeah. Yep. So, what were you saying about good, your good. older sis? Uh, she she knows somebody that knew somebody at Channel Five, so they kind of lined that thing up or whatever, and, and they were like, like this dude, I forget his name, but he, he called me to like chat or whatever, and he's like, yeah. So, do you have a video from the high school talent show? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> maybe. Let me talk to Liz and Glenn see if they can track it down. Yeah. So, they found it and. Uh, I guess they sent an intern or something out to the house to grab it, and <laughs> they were like, "We got to have the video from the high school talent show. We need it." So yeah, that made the piece. You know what's funny about that <laughs> video is, is so for everybody, what we're talking about is Dan uh, did one. I think he won three years in a row playing the Devil Went Down to Georgia in our White Bear Lake High School <laughs> talent contest. That's how I remember it. But, <laughs> So slightly exaggerated, winner. but yeah, I, Fair I, like, enough. I, I like it better. Yeah. So I remember, <laughs> here's the thing, that particular performance that they showed, uh, and it's going to be the precursor to what we speak about. That performance was so good. I literally remember where I was sitting in the gymnasium. No way. I swear to God, like I, <laughs> dude, I, I bet I could get within a foot of it today. <laughs> so anyway, those are, those are the moments that are great that you remember. So that's amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. And you hadn't played it literally since high school, hey? I mean, pro- probably. Well, my my, I had I had said that, and then my my wife Crystal had watched the 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 piece that that aired on Channel Five, and then she's like, "That's not true," because you played it since then. So she kind of corrected me. But uh, so I I did get a chance to play that song um, with with Charlie Daniels actually in like two thousand four, I think it was. Um, I was I was working with uh, Lone Star at the time, and we were on a festival. And uh, I had asked, um, I, I was trying to get Charlie Daniels to sign my fiddle, right? Like that's that's what I was trying to do. And yeah. our bass player knew their guitar player, and they kind of was able to facilitate a little meeting and stuff. So, so he signed my Charlie Daniels signed, signed my fiddle, and then uh, and then he invited me up to to play that song with them and I, I mean he had never met me he never heard me play before he was just that kind of like super nice genuine just generous kind of guy and he was like yeah come on up and play the song I'm sure you can play it so so uh, I did get to play it but but probably that only only that one other time in the last 20 years I'd say because yeah it's 
once you can kind of get out of playing the the bars and VFWs and Moose Lodges of the world, you kind of don't don't really play that so much anymore. <laughs> uh, dude, we watched you play the Cato Ballroom. Great time. Cato Ballroom, yeah, absolutely. Hey, so I got to ask you this, just off the cuff. So you obviously that time you were able to play with Charlie Daniels. Which time were you more nervous? This recent CMA tribute, or having played with him for the first time? <sighs> That's a good question, man. I I don't know. I was probably pretty. I was probably more nervous this time, actually, to be honest with you. It's hard to it's hard to put myself back in 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 my shoes, my 2004 shoes, you know. But, sure, right, right. I mean, that that was probably more like just just excitement and just like surreal, like what is happening in life right now, kind of kind of moment. <laughs> Where right. like in the without a lot of pressure, with where the CMA is like, I was feeling like a lot of pressure to do a good job because I knew that a it was on TV and a ton of people watching it, and b like you know Charlie Daniels's family and and kids and all that stuff are probably watching the thing and they you know and all of Charlie Daniels's fans and it's a song everybody's heard and and you know it's it's just big shoes to fill for sure. So I was probably more nervous. Uh, for the CMA thing that happened about a month ago. I, I thought you would say that, yeah. which is incredible. Hey, so I, we got a comment about it from one of my friends. You okay. probably know him too. His name's Brent Steffensmeyer. He listens to the show. Oh, but yeah. I, yeah. He and I were just kind of texting back and forth. I and Brent. He, yeah, he's like, so we were just talking about, you know, because I, I had said, and I know we've told you this, but like it was just such a great moment to see somebody like you up there. And it's like, it made us all proud. But he goes, he goes, he was the show. Like it was, that's what it was, but it was my, that was centered around you. It was an epic performance. And I understand, I mean, I don't, cause I've never had to do anything near that heart, like gut wrenching, but like you had to get that right on so many levels. <laughs> yeah. It was feel, feeling the heat for, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and, and to not be like, not be the guy that was even originally supposed to do it, <laughs> you know, because the the original, for those that don't know, the original fiddle player, her name's Janae and she plays with Blake Shelton and she's, she's amazing. She's really great. She was supposed to perform on the show. Yeah. Take two us days, through two that, days before. Man. Yeah. That they, so for the CMAs, they were, they were just doing like all sorts of really, I, I feel, I feel like, you know, they're trying to make it safe and they were trying to just, you know, make it as safe as possible for everybody there. And, and I thought that they did just about all that they could do They for, for the I think the six six days leading up to the show. Um, I think I was tested for covid five five days out of those six days. They were testing everybody that was going to be in the building like extensively just to make sure that it was safe. Um, and she tested positive two days before. So that's that's why I even wound up being in that spot so so yeah just like knowing that i'm not even like the guy that's supposed to be there you know it's like it's like uh you know you just don't want to let people down i guess you certainly was it, did not what was it like getting the call for that yeah it, it was uh so the show was wednesday and monday night they uh it, it was like 10 30 at night i'm just kind of winding down on on my laptop finishing up whatever i was doing and getting ready to go to bed and and then the the musical uh, director for the show, his name's Steve Gibson. He called me and he's like, "Hey, so uh, so Janae tested positive, so you're you're in." And I was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When's rehearsals?" He's like, "Oh, tomorrow morning." I'm like, "Oh, okay, great. You want to send me the track? Like, what are we doing? I don't even know what it is." So. <laughs> it was kind of a uh, yeah mild mild panic mild is I'm I'm exaggerating uh, it was an extreme <laughs> extreme panic on my end I was like holy can I swear on this show I probably should yeah, absolutely holy yeah. cow <laughs> <laughs> holy crap oh crap oh cripes yeah <laughs> let, let her fly let her fly. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was like, uh, holy shit, man! Like, I I gotta I got I haven't played this song forever, and and it's funny because like, you know, it's it's a song that ever that ever, anybody that plays fiddle in a in a country band has played that song a thousand times. But uh -huh. you know, like 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 most cover songs, you know, they kind of they kind of get, you know, they 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 kind of take on their own yes their own thing. You know, like you you hear you hear sweet home Alabama from a bar band that's played 30 years and, 
it's it's not the same as like the original version. So I went back to the original version. I was like, oh God, I'm even I'm playing some of this stuff wrong. Like I'm not I haven't scoped it this closely maybe my whole life. So I was kind of like just wanting I just want to do a good job and and nail it you know as much as I could. So yeah. yeah Speaking of that, Dan, I noticed at the end. So it goes like. And then it, it it seems like the last two times you do it, it yeah. goes it like changed right at the end. Yeah, that that was a little a little uh, a little nuance, little 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 thing. Yeah, so so there's a there's a version of the song, so the the original that Charlie did, you know, back in the day, like that's the iconic version. And then back in the in the '90s, there was a fiddle player named Mark O'Connor who, at the time, was one of if not the guy, one of the one of the two guys. I mean, he's just an amazing musician. Like, he's gone on to compose symphonies and just all, does all sorts of crazy stuff. But back in the '90s, he was playing on like every, you know, it was either Rob Hajakis who played on a lot of the Garth and 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 Brooks and Dunn and other stuff, or it was Mark O'Connor who played on a lot of Clint Black and everything else. So he's just this amazing guy. But anyways, I'm rambling. He he had a he had a uh, an album out called Heroes that was a, a fiddle record, right? It was him. And then every song featured like a different fiddle player that was a hero of his when he was growing up. And there's a song on on that record called The Devil Came Back to Georgia, right? Oh, and, sure. and it's so it's Mark O'Connor and Charlie Daniels and Travis Tritt and Marty Stewart and Johnny Cash kind of do like the singing and the and the narration of the of the redone story, right? So and and it's a story about like how Johnny, the fiddle player from the original song, like He's had a kid and he doesn't play much anymore, but the devil comes devil comes back to Georgia. And so Johnny's gotta like practice a bunch and like get his chops up to like re compete with the devil for his soul or whatever, you know. So but anyway, so so <laughs> at awesome. the end of that song, like Mark O'Connor just like goes like crazy. He's like doing all this like triplet, like it's crazy stuff. And so I was just trying to do a little nod to that too, because I always appreciated that that version as well. So nice ear on picking that up. I, Thanks, I, you, buddy. It was a noticeable nuance that. at the end. I mean, yeah. I probably watched it 430 times, so I guess <laughs> after that many times, you might figure it out. But no, it was it was good. It was cool. I just I listened to it like probably more obviously because I know you, but I genuinely think that if I just saw that, I'd give it a sixth or a seventh watch. But you like I I watched all the nuances. And especially, I think you talked a little bit about the the bow hair kind of getting stuck under your fingers. Oh right, yeah, dude, you smash that. But talk about that. Like, what does that happen a lot? Well, how do you deal with it? Do you just beat through it? I mean, I I never I, I never typically play like that to the to where my bow's like shredding. You know, like you gotta. Or I should say I I have to like try try to make that to happen, right? So and and if you watch, you know, if you ever watch Charlie Daniels perform he would go through three or four bows on one song. Like he would just shred that thing and people go crazy wow. to see that. So, so on, on that, on the Tuesday, the, the day of the rehearsal, like we, we probably rehearsed it, you know, they're, they're getting camera shots, right. And they're getting the audio, right. And there's, there, there's uh there was two stages. So they were getting the timing from me playing on one stage and like ducking out in the middle of that song to be on the other stage with Aldine's band for the devil went down to Georgia part. And that just kind of, so we ran it a bunch. Right. So, and towards the end, I was thinking like, well, I need to be like tearing this thing up like he did. So, so I started, <laughs> I started trying to like, trying to just shred my bow, and I, and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like it took, it took a few tries. I was like, man, I, I got to do this. So like one of the last run throughs of the rehearsal, I, I was able to, I kind of tightened the tension on the bow hair a little bit, which is adjustable. There's like this little knob on the bottom of your bow that you can make it tighter or looser. So I kind of tightened it up a little bit, and put a little more rosin on there, which is the sticky stuff that makes it stick to the string. And uh, so, I, and I just like, you know, just dug in as hard as I could, and it started. The bow hair started like popping and flying, and when it was done, um, Dirks, who was there, came up, and 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 somebody else came up, and was like, "Dude, that looked amazing. You have to do it on the show tomorrow night." It's like, well, yeah, I've been I've been trying for the last twenty minutes, and I just kind of figured it out here. So I'm glad it I'm glad it happened on the show for the visual because I was I was really trying to do that and trying to get that like cool visual thing. But yeah, like you said, the the negative of that is like these bow hairs are flying around and your fingers are going and like if you're you know if the if the bow hair happens to land on the fingerboard and your finger touches right. down on it it like pulls your bow out of out of whack 
Um, so, <laughs> and then you get inside your own head, and then it yeah, just, just turns into one, a disaster. <laughs> yeah, one more thing to think about, you know? Right? Exactly. <laughs> oh my! God. Hey, so what? What does one of those bows cost for for a player like Charlie Daniels who was shredding three a night? I mean, those things can't be super cheap, are they? I mean, you you could pay. 50 bucks for a bow you could you could pay what you would pay for a new car for a bow it's it's just like it's all over the place hit the ones he was shredding were probably closer to the 50 dollar a night right i hope <laughs> i mean i know the guy had gold records but geez yeah yeah no that and even my, my bow it's like it's this carbon fiber thing and and you know it's it's which means like you know typically they're made of wood which which is great for like tone and feel and stuff but not necessarily what you would want to bring out on the road to like beat up on the road when you're traveling and stuff. So mine's like this, it's carbon fiber thing is, you know, a couple hundred bucks or whatever. And if, and the hair on it is, is, you know, replaceable. So like once you kind of wear down the, you know, the bow hair, if you look at a, at a, at a, at a piece of bow hair, it's like really jagged, which helps it kind of drip grip to the string. And after you've played it for a while, it kind of smooths out, which doesn't, isn't really ideal. So you go and bring it to a violin shop and they can rehair it. And that's about 40, 50 bucks and, wow. and then you're, you're good to go. So, but yeah, Charlie Daniels, he, he burned through some, uh, some $50 bows for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what was it like after, like, were people kind of gathering around after and do you like, were people kind of coming up to you after the show and. Yeah, because you had the who's who of country music there. I mean, when they panned to the audience. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it was it was weird though, man. With 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 COVID, like. Yeah, a lot more strict, I suppose. Yeah, and it, it just, I mean, like a little peek behind the curtain, like, you know, they, they were they were just so just trying to keep everybody safe, and you know, yeah, everybody's everybody's in a mask. You know, people see like the the show and they're like, oh, look at all these country singers. Nobody's wearing a mask. Blah blah blah. But what they don't know is like. Prior to that, they've all been tested for COVID right. like multiple times, and and everything like behind what's on on scene, you know, everybody's wearing a mask. Everybody in the production crew is wearing a mask and a shield like over right. their face, and they had, you know, if if a if a if an artist sang, they would bring that person their microphone that had just been sterilized in a in a plastic Ziploc bag, wow. like here's your microphone, and then they would sing. And then after that, they would they would not use that microphone for the rest of the night. Like they were trying to be just as as conscious as they could about about right. safety protocols. So like after the performance, like you know, I put my mask back on and and I go back and and walk and walk back to the the holding room to get ready to, to play with for the Charlie Pride set. And it's just like you know everybody else is in their masks and kind of keeping distance from each other. And it's just you know it was right, just right. it was just this weird thing. It 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 it, it felt really. Uh, really bizarre the moments on stage were, were great and 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 uh, i'm so thankful for those those experiences but but yeah the rest of it was just like really sterile and weird and just like am i on yeah. a sci-fi movie set here or an award show or what what that's is going super, on that's super interesting i yeah. put it this way if it was 2019 you would have got carried off on people's shoulders like rudy <laughs> after he got a sack i'm telling you that was that was <laughs> awesome dude Hey, so here's the deal. We could sit here and talk about this performance because it is that good. Uh, But we also, we got you for, you know, a reasonable amount of time, but we want to ask you some other questions and we want to kind of stay on the music related thing. So here's, here's something that I, I got for you and we can always come back to wherever this goes, but yeah. So I'm going to say this as a disclaimer, Dirk Bentley is not involved, so you can't answer him. Okay. So we'll just get that out of the way. All right. Okay. So who is the best singer right now in country music aside from Dirk Bentley because you can't you're, you're too close to that can't can't say that one yeah right. I mean Chris Stapleton blows yes! my mind <laughs> yep that's who I was hoping he'd say he's like unbelievable and then on the on the female front I would say I mean there's so many good woman singers I I, I love Maren Morris too I think I think she's great I think she's she's uh incredible mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, first top of mind, Chris Stapleton. He's he's just like otherworldly to His me. His vocal control, man. Oh my god, yeah, unreal. Yeah. Who's the best singer you've played with, personally? Uh, and let's let, before this too, we've argued about this before. So I I think at one point we talked to you about this. Damn, oh, I, I remember it. talking about this yeah, with you. I yeah, think. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean in. As far as like artists I've worked with, and I and I can't say Dirks, right? So I'm gonna, right. yep. I'm gonna can't say Dirks. I'm gonna say, uh, you know, in back when I was working with her, kind of in in the prime, like 
you know, Gretchen Wilson could could crush. She was such a great singer. And from that, like we we got to play uh, a song with with Hart and Nancy Wilson. And I mean, talk about a singer there too. Yes, Un- unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah. But some good ones. I've 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 got to I got to play a couple of shows with with Carrie Underwood, and she's an incredible singer. And and uh, I've been lucky to play with a lot of a lot of folks. But, Fogarty. Um, Fogarty's Fogarty's incredible. Yeah. And one thing I didn't I didn't really realize about him until I worked with him was like he's a great guitar player too, which is cool. Like you you, you think like songwriter singer, but he he would play five minute solos on like you know heard it through the grapevine and just melt your mind is really that good. is cool that's yeah. all so on that note so you talked about people who are good singers uh do you, are, are you one of the guys are you a, a musician or a person who listens to music and you pay attention to lyrics or you pick them up easily or do you more get immersed in the music because the reason i ask you dan is we've got a lyric game between you and Luther coming up, and I'm I'm excited to, to kind of get an idea of who's gonna finish where. Oh my god! I don't like my chances, but we'll, I, we'll play. I don't like my chances, dude. Are you kidding we'll me? Play. So just so without, it's not a Metallica air drum off, because no. we would both be crushed by air. <laughs> uh, so so hoax. Here it is, buddy. Here's the game. All right. And and just so you know, Luther has no idea what I picked. Okay. So the game is this: it's only Garth Brooks songs. Okay. What I do is I read you lyrics from any song. So it's going to be best out of 11. Okay. So what we'll do is I'm going to begin to read lyrics. If you think you know what song it is, say Dan, say your name. Okay. If Luther thinks he knows, he'll say Luther. So we're going to we're going to do one just just for to kind of get an idea, right? So, so we're naming the song. You're going to try to name the song and I did pick songs that everybody knows and by the way, going through this my God, does he have a lot of songs that everybody knows? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So right. this one's this one's easy. We're just gonna get out of the way, but I just want to get an idea of how the cadence is gonna go. Okay. All right. All right. So okay. I'm gonna start at the beginning of this song, and this isn't necessarily how we're gonna do it. Okay. okay. So it's, I spent last night. Dan. In, in the Dan, go ahead. Call him Baton Rouge. Boom! Nailed it. Okay. I'm gonna get crushed. This You're not. Gonna be a long, <laughs> it's gonna be long. That all was right. A quick trigger, dude. So that was. Let's go. Uh, all right, so all this right. one, so all right, here's the first one in our game. Ready? All right. I can't say that line because you'll know what it is. And I'm standing here for all the world to see. Oh, baby, that's what's left of me. Don't have very far to fall. Oh, I know it. Oh, shoot. What is this? You know now I'm not a man who's ever been insecure about the world i've been living in shoot um (laughs) i don't break easy dan i have my dan give it to me is it is it when you come back to me again (laughs) no if you if you don't get it luther gets a steal yeah keep going here go ahead all right uh yeah i will still come back to you but if you need to be satisfied i'm shameless Luther, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, he be? says it too many times. All right, so you know what's Shameless. funny is, all right, Luther, Luther got one. It's funny because I could hear you like probably trying to go, like yeah. speed up to get to the chorus. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. So what? We got one zero, Luther. Actually, yeah. you know what? We're gonna do one one because Dan got the test. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. one zero. All right, fair one enough. Zero. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, here it is. Ready? Six o'clock on Friday evening. Dan. Dan. Ain't going down to the sun coming. Wow. Boom. Boom. That's good. All right, we got one apiece. Are you ready for your oh, next yeah. clue? Yes. Sometimes late at night. Dan. What? Dan, go ahead. Uh, if tomorrow never comes. Wow. Luther, did you have an, a sniff on that one? Yeah. Yeah. Did you really? Yep. All right. Yep. All right, are you ready? <laughs> This old highway is getting longer. Damn. Watch the oh shoot! I didn't say uh, my no, name. He had it. Luther had it. That's, no, he that's didn't. Luther. You said your name. We're no, playing by no, the no. rules. That's a yeah, Luther. Get... Get Luther. Still got yeah, that Minnesota nice, don't you? Much dude? too young. <laughs> much too young to feel this, this damn, damn old. old. Two to two. Two to two. Two to two. All right, here we go. And now I'm glad I didn't know. The Dan. way it all went, Dan. The dance. Wow, dude. This is uh-huh. impressive on both your parts. All right. This one is going to be a quick trigger. 330. 
in the morning. Dan. Dan. 3.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> he knows it. He knows it. That's <laughs> <laughs> a tie. What do you got, Dan? Thunder rolls, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. She wakes me every morning with a smile and a kiss. Her strong country loving oh, come on. is oh, hard yeah, yeah, yeah. to resist. She's my easy loving woman. Luther. Uh, Luther. Full house. I'm going to give two, it to you. Sorry, two of a kind. That's what it's called, right? Two of a kind working on Work. a full house. I'm going to give you that. We got 3-3 three, three here. Does that sound right? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> that sounds like a guy who really cares. There's 500 bucks <laughs> no, on the line, Dan. I lost track. <laughs> All right, here we are. And I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes when oh, I took boy. his glass of damn. Oh, boy. Oh. Friends in low places. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's better, you getting it so quick or Luther being in agony. Oh, boy. Dude, All, right. Just... All right, boys, we got four left. Right now we four. got 5-3, five, Dan. 5-3? Five, yeah, or did I just did I just give you an extra? I think I, I, think I got just a bonus on one. that one. Yeah. Let's see. What's that? That was a, a two-pointer. Yeah. All right. So it's four three. Uh, allow, <laughs> allow me to allow me to take a step back here. All right. Here we go. Just the other night at a hometown football game, my uh, wife Luther, uh, Luther unanswered prayers. There you go. Boom. Nice. All nice. right. Four up. One of my personal favorites. Actually, my personal favorite was uh, in Lonesome Dove, but I did not put it on here because I didn't know if people knew the words. So here Ooh, we go. Here's. I probably wouldn't have known that one. Well, Deep it's cut. bulls and blood. Dan. Dan. Oh, ha, 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 I know it, too. Son of a. <laughs> Let him Ro- stew. Rodeo. Uh, Rodeo. Yes, he got it. Sir. Rodeo drive. Five yes, to four. Sir. Five to four. Dan. Here we go. We got two left, but Dan seals it with a win here. Luther can tie it and bring it to OT. <laughs> oh, this one's easy, too. Mama was a looker. Dan. Luther. Dan. Wow. He got that quick. What do you got for the win? Me or Luther? It was you, kind Dan. Of simultaneous. God, you're nice, but you, you got it. Uh, his mi- his microphone's louder. Yep, there it is. Ding, 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 Dan. You know what nice. I realized? Either you guys are really, 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 really good at this, or I should have picked some more obscure Garth Brooks songs. I'm but just that- glad I didn't embarrass myself. I no, thought man, was you, you guys both were impressive. There at the beginning. What, you're impressive as hell. Just guns blazing. That was good. What, what was the last one? I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, the last one was going to be The River. So, oh, yeah. and I, you can, that one, you can start just about anywhere. I probably would have had to start at like make each day a constant battle just to yeah. stay between the shores. Yeah. That's pretty you guys, amazing, man. To like hear four words and we both know it. You guys had a couple where it was like one or two. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. uh, honestly, I doing this, I didn't know if it was going to be hard. I think the first one I read a couple sentences and then you guys got on into your game. So I didn't know I was such a Garth fan. But Next yeah. time we'll do it with Coulter Wall. <laughs> Somebody, okay. somebody who people don't know as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, let's not do that one on the air. All right, that, yeah, that, that might be a little embarrassing. <laughs> Fair enough. That dude can sing too, by the way. Oh yeah. If we're if we're talking about people who can sing, and he also looks, he sounds like he'd weigh about four hundred pounds with a beard down to his ankles, <laughs> and he weighs about a buck thirty-five, I think. <laughs> so um, moving along, Luth, take us take us in. Yeah. So I just got a couple of quick hitters for you. Yeah. It's going to be a warm-up, but we got rolling, and I, and I like it. Uh, so, Oxhead and I were chatting. What's the craziest thing you've seen in the crowd? Craziest thing I've seen in the crowd? How many pairs of lungs have you seen come out? <laughs> <laughs> not Honestly, not as many as you'd think. Really? How yeah. many? Well, how, you don't know how many I think. I'm thinking thousands. <laughs> Definitely not as many as you fair, think. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> craziest thing? Uh it, it, it's all it's happened a few times not not a lot but it's and it's not even it's not a good thing i don't enjoy seeing it but it, it is crazy like you'll see somebody that's kind of like jostling for position to try to get like in the front row like this is like you know maybe maybe third or fourth song maybe somebody left to go get a beer and came back and then somebody took their spot and they're pissed off about it <laughs> and, they're, and they're trying to like kind of jostle like elbow their way in um and and like you know the like this maybe one girl is like you know trying to get her shoulder in front of this other girl and then that girl is not having it and she pushes back and pretty soon there's like just a full out like fight in the front row like while you're playing like I don't know 
some I feel good song. Like, yeah, like you're playing like Riser, and there's people like <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, fighting for where they are. The, so and then like you know inevitably like some somebody else, some third party is like, hey, they're fighting, and the security's like jumps over the barricade, and they're like, <laughs> so that that happens once in a while where there's like you know too much. There's been too much to drink, and and you know. Tempers are, are a little hot. Emotions ran high. And, uh, yeah, there's like a, 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 a full-on brawl in the front row before you know it. So that's that's always interesting to, to witness and try to keep it, you know, you're playing this like like Overhand rights to drunk song. on a plane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so th- that's probably, you know, that's 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 one thing that comes to mind for, for sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's nice. others, but but uh, I don't I don't have the best memory to we're, be honest. We're putting with you. you on the spot too. That was actually good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. I'm giving you that. Yeah, for sure. Um, when were you the most nervous before a performance? Aside uh, from the Charlie Daniels one, well, I was going to say was that, that, was that the one. That, that that's, the one, probably. I mean, that's the I one see. I can think of. Yeah, like the, uh, being being nervous. Like I don't I don't get too nervous about stuff, and and it's it's kind of a luxury of being maybe being like a side guy in the band versus like the artist that people paid money to, to watch, you know, like, you know, I, I don't have to like command the attention of 20,000 people the way Dirks does or somebody like that. I've just need to, right. not, you know, not divert attention away from that really, <laughs> in a, in a negative way, you know, like right. that's <laughs> don't mess up. That's all it is. Eh? Don't mess up. You know, um, but yeah, the CMAs thing I, I was, I was super nervous for, which was, you know, not really, not really like me, but but I just you know like we've talked about wanted to do a good job and just being last minute and just the whole, you know it, the whole like weirdness of not wanting to be close to people and like having this mask on and just like everybody's in a shield. It was just like really it was just really bizarre. That's a um, super interesting dynamic. Like I I never even processed or thought about any of that. And now that you talk about that, that's like that makes it so much more amazing. Just the the fact that it like you said it was like in the matrix or something yeah it's just it was just weird you know like and uh, you know i've been i've been fortunate enough to you know play the cmas a few a few times over the years and so these you know these like you know the stage manager guy and the the producer and the audio guy that brings you your your ear pack and stuff like i you know i i've seen these people like i know these people or know all these people for the last you know however many years and stuff so and there's just weird like hey i haven't seen you in in 10 months and i don't want to be anywhere near you to say you know what i mean <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it's just it's just weird um but yeah nervous like that that would be the that would be the one for sure um and, and honestly like talking about the talent show i was super nervous for that too like well that was like one of your first big crowd performances or somewhat well, big crowd or well it, it was i mean I, I think it was just being in front of like peers, your peers. peers. Yeah. You know, right. and, and it's, yeah, yeah. it's high school. Right. And like, you know, you, you don't, you, you want to be, you want to be, you know, you want to be cool and you don't want to like, you know, embarrass <laughs> yourself in front of 600 people or whatever. You so. want to make sure that your shirt's tucked in so they can see the Jabot label, you know, the important <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, make sure the hill figure is like v- v- visible, you know, from the- sure you got enough gel in the hair. <laughs> <laughs> all gelled up to the hill. Hey, so speaking oh of trying god. to be safe on COVID hoax, Jabo tag. Oh my god! Y- your boy Kangas has <laughs> a COVID story, and we previously talked about in our podcast. Okay, that we try, like, basically, literally, we've said, like, dude, I've heard enough about COVID. The news leads with deaths. However, yeah, yeah. we are going to talk about COVID right now, and you might find this story interesting, hoax. But Luther is carrying. C-19 as we speak. We're doing this remotely. Yeah. But Luth, talk about your story and your tests and just have at it. You yeah, might find well, this interesting, Dan. I'm super curious about that, and I wanted I wanted to, to ask either on the show or after because, yeah, because yeah, like, what's up? So, well, I, I was, I had known exposure on, like, November 20th or something like that. So I was okay. with, the, with the guy that I, that I coach with, um, and he ended up testing positive. So I tested probably five days after I'd seen him last, yeah. and I was negative. Huh. All right. And then the week later, I started to get some symptoms. So I got tested again, and I was negative once again. So I'm like, huh, what the schmecks is going on here? And a week after that, it was actually like after we recorded the, the Creasel podcast about a week ago, all of a sudden I lose taste, and I'm like, uh-oh, that ain't good. So then like – whatever like two legit days later. can't taste anything yeah right. dude like it was like i remember sipping like uh 
I got this little energy drink, and I took a sip, and I'm like, dude, I got nothing on this thing. It's usually kind of oh. vitamin-y, and I just couldn't <laughs> taste it. I'm like, uh-oh, here we go. Plus, I was yeah. feeling like dog for the you know the prior week. Um, and then I finally, whatever, I think went in the next day, got tested, boom, positive. Um, and then, yeah, it was it was a tough goal for, yeah, at least a week. Like, I, I felt it for probably close to two weeks of, symptoms whether it was tired um yeah it was body aches it sucked man it you was, got so, kicked in the dick pretty good by it yeah, yeah it wasn't it wasn't good but so, so how many days from you being around this you said it was a coach that you that you work with that had yes it? so how so, many days until your positive test well so that was let's see here i think i tested positive like january or sorry December 3rd or something like that, the 2nd. And I last saw him, I think, the 19th of November. So I don't think – I don't think it was from him. I don't know if – I had a dentist. I went to the dentist when I was um, maybe a couple days prior to my positive test. Mm. Um, He met some people from Backpage. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know where I got it, but it sucked. Yeah. He looks good now, though. I got him on video chat. He looks like $100. Hundred bucks, smooth hundred cash. So you yeah. lost taste. You felt achy, tired. Started out achy, and then probably like five Fever? days later, ah, uh, I didn't really, know. I didn't take my temperature, but um, okay. yeah, I guess uh, our buddy Bradshaw, he had it, he had it as well. Um, oh, he, he did? said he lost it. Yeah, he said he lost his taste like four or five days after he tested positive, like the first time. But, Hulks, here's what's crazy about it is, like, so Luther and I were just kind of rapping about it. It's like, okay, he took a test while he was symptomatic, which means I I would think that the test should show up positive. I'm not a doctor. Don't claim to be one. But what's crazy is when he got that second test, Luther, and I'm not going to speak for you, but I would imagine you felt almost like, okay, well, now I'm fine. Kind of well, it was a sense people. of relief to know, okay, yeah. I actually have this sucker. That's why I've been feeling like dog for the last, you know, right. 10 days. So it just validated it. Um, but but I'm saying the negative yeah, tests was... give you a false sense of security. It's funny because, yes. like, up until this year, if you felt sick, you stayed away from people. But now there's, some, there's like, a weird dynamic where, well, you know, I feel a little sick, but I got a COVID test, and I, I'm fine, so – not, and I'm not saying you were going to beach volleyball parties, but you get my point. Like, right, just... but I did feel like, oh, I can at least go like shopping and right. go whatever. Right, you know, yeah. Do, do Crazy world, player. Crazy world. It's insane, right? It really is. Yeah, yeah. A little, little detour there. A little detour. Yeah. Hey, speak. Speaking of COVID, though, so how much have you played, or what was your gap like? Yes. And what was that like playing for the first time? Was it the the Charlie Daniels performance? Uh, or... Yeah, we we had like. Let me think. So, so this all. So we had we had a couple shows in in Vegas in mid February that we played, um, and then we had then we had one like I feel like it was February 29th or March first, and then we yeah. had we were supposed to play a rodeo like mid March in in uh, in Houston, and um and like four or five days, and it's like this it's a huge rodeo. It's like two weeks, like you know, pop pop singers and country singers, and like it's a it's a big deal for for Texans for sure. The Houston rodeo, um, and and like so we were supposed to play that, and then like maybe four or five days before you know this news is breaking about COVID and Tom Hanks has it and like all this all this stuff, and and uh, and then they they canceled the show, and we're like, oh wow, so. All right, so that show's canceled, and then we had a bunch of dates booked in in April with our parody band, Hot Country Nights, and and those got canceled. It's like, all right, well, we'll probably you know be back on for May or June, and then May got canceled, and then June got canceled, and then it's like, all right, we're probably not going to play anything all year. It looks like so we we hadn't done we we had played like in mid October, I think we was the first time we had really done anything in about six months, and we 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 played that for this. Uh, I Heart Country Music uh, Festival that's normally in Austin, Texas, but they did it like a remote thing where they set up different bands in like this big like rehearsal space kind of thing over several days and pieced it all together to make it like a cohesive show. So we, we had done that in probably mid-October, I think, or something like that. Okay. So I played like four or five songs, you know, for that. And it's, you know, when Dirk's a show, I play guitar more, more than anything. So it was like all guitar songs. Um but yeah, like as far as like playing fiddle, like I probably hadn't done anything since 
February, really, and, and then the, until the CMAs. Yeah. So what? I mean, was it an extra little rush? I mean, there wasn't a huge crowd, but actually playing in front of an audience like for the first time in ages, that must have felt pretty good, eh? Yeah. But honestly, like my my head was so I was so inside my own head about yeah. just like don't screw this whole thing up. Like, <laughs> well, you didn't, Dan. You didn't. Didn't really pay attention. And and honestly, like. You know, like that, that was like a, like a ballroom kind of, kind of vibe where there's like two or four people at like a round table and everybody's all dressed up and stuff. So not the yeah, same. Except they're all energy. millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so there's not really the same energy as like, you know, 10,000 drunk people on a field in a field, you know what I mean? Right. Like getting back to you, but, but it was, I mean, it was fun to perform and, you know, just be around, honestly, just be around people that weren't my wife and daughter to be honest like we've been pretty pretty sheltered in for the most part this year which is which has been which has been awesome but it's been it was nice to just kind of see some friends and and get out of it you know so hoax what what do you got on the docket now i i started to see some bands particularly avenge sevenfold i like them uh but they're they're gonna start doing concerts while at least they've got them on the books do you guys have anything planned or are you guys not even uh going out that far I mean, honestly, do you have something planned for like July or nothing? Honestly, and this isn't me being coy or whatever. Like, yeah. I I have no idea. I've okay. I've heard that we've got some stuff booked for summer. I take that back. I know of a couple things. Like, there was some few. There were some festivals this summer that had gotten canceled, obviously, and and uh, they've like basically rebooked that whole lineup for next summer. So I know we've got a couple festivals on the books, and I, I mean, we're what I've gathered is we're planning on planning on working, planning on doing, doing dates and stuff. If, Good. if, if we can, um, come summertime, but, but as far as details, I, I really have no idea, but I'm, sure. I'm hopeful that we can, we can, uh, get to a spot where, where it's safe to go see concerts again, because absolutely, you know, there's, people there's a lot it, of, man. yeah, people, people need it. And, 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 uh, you know, I've talked to a lot of people that, have nothing to do with music and it's it's one of the one of the first things people want to do when they can is like go see a band and go go see a live show and be a part of that collective you know energy that that happens at a, at a concert um but not only that like there's so many people in in nashville and other places that you know there's musicians and yeah and, they need money lighting guys and sound guys and all that stuff and there's just there's nothing going on for a lot of people right now so it's it's uh, unprecedented for sure. So hopefully we can kind of get back to, back to it when it's safe. Let's you get know? Dirks and his band inoculated and get him back on the damn stage. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get after it. Yeah. How about uh, can you give us a little bit of performance tonight? Did you do you have that fiddle with you or what? Uh man, the best is we didn't even give him a heads up on this did we? here. Yeah, it's like not not accessible at the moment. Uh, what are you guys wanting to hear? <laughs> Colin Baton Rouge. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I, I, we I put, pulled we a couple. We put you on the spot. This is like a biblical on the spot. Hey, Lou, stay hot on sending him an email. Like we might want him to do. No, that. I did. I, I oh. threw it in the email. But oh, you did? Yeah, I think oh. at the at the end. Oh my yeah. God. See, I didn't. I didn't make it to the end. Apparently. Don't worry about it, man. Hey, I got <laughs> another question. So you talked about like venues, um, and it made me think. Like, so you've you've obviously played stadiums. You've played festivals, you've played ballrooms, you've played kind of any type of venue. Do you have like, first of all, a type of venue you like best, like just an, like an overall type, but then moreover, do you have like one specific place, show or festival that you like for, for any reason? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I, I would say like for, for there's, if I can pick two, like I, it's really, really fun to play in like like if you take like an outdoor concert versus like an indoor arena concert, like I, I love playing in an arena okay. when, when we, when we can, like, you know, and it's not, it's not often, but when, when it's, you know, when you're, you have that, that roof and like everybody's kind of stacked vertically versus like horizontally, there's just like this energy that's just kind of trapped in this little, little space relative to a massive like outdoor field or whatever. So that's always awesome. Like to just have that feel, feel that kind of energy in a, in a, in an arena. Um, but also like, it's really fun and we don't do it often, but it's, it's really fun to play like a, like a little, like a little club or like a dive bar kind of, kind of thing where it's like a tighter stage and, and there's not really, you know, you can't really like 
move around on stage and like you know the people are are two feet from you right right there and like everybody's just kind of packed in like right we've, we've played a couple of shows in uh in new york city where it's kind of been that kind of vibe or we've played the the myth in maplewood that's kind of like oh, yeah is that still around the myth yeah, yeah. I, I don't uh-huh. think they pa- i don't think they do as many shows but you bet it's still around what, what are they what are they i mean not now but what is it like a more like a club than a concert venue or like what I think they still do a concert venue, but then, okay. yeah, they do club stuff. But I think the last band I saw, I saw Scott Weiland and Stone Temple Pilots play before he passed. So that When was me. that? Shoot, probably 2012, maybe. Wow. I guess I'm that's complete shot in the dark. And then I saw Everclear. Yeah. Bush. Yeah, I went you to that one. You can tell we're almost 40, huh? Everclear is good. Yeah, Everclear, Everclear was, good, was good. And then Live was there, too, but they didn't have their original singer. Oh, yeah, that's not the same thing, is hey, it? Hey, Hoax, remind me, too, before we go, we got to plug your website, and we also got to talk about the CMA performance. So I'm not trying to get rid of you. I just want to make sure we do not forget that because Fiddle and Dan's a pretty damn cool site now. Well, thanks. I, it, it maybe hasn't been updated in about six years. I probably should look at that. But Dude, I tell you what, I was reading it yesterday <laughs> while I was wrapping with Luther talking about this, and there's a lot of cool stuff on it. Like oh, just thanks, man. the one thing that I thought was neat. Anybody, you go to check it out. It's W or it's yeah, fiddlin, f i d d l i n dan dot com. But like just your credits, you. I realize like you've done a lot more in your life than I have. <laughs> I was reading all the like you played CMA this this festival you played for this. Anyway, it's it's cool. It's neat to check out. So I think people should. Appreciate you guys it. did the you guys did the soundtrack for Weeds for like. Season, season eight, something? I believe we did. We did like, yeah, that was, that was, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. It, it was just like, I, I hadn't watched the show. My, my wife was, was actually really into the show, but I, I hadn't seen it, but I, I guess every episode they have the, the theme song, but it's a different artist. Every, every art, every, uh, every episode, I think is like a different, different singer singing the, the theme song. So yeah, drugs, oh, got, okay. drugs got asked to do it for like episode, whatever of season, whatever I forget, but but um, yeah, so we got to we got to do that one, and coincidentally enough, if you if you go back and listen to it, find it on YouTube or whatever. If you listen to that background vocal, that's a that's a guy named Chris Stapleton singing on that one. God, he really? can sing, man. Yeah, yeah, it's like before. I'm gonna he, have to listen to it then. Before he was like, uh, you before know, he blew up, artist, and yeah, because he's he's been like, and I I don't know him. Like, I don't want to make it sound like a, like we're buddies or something. I I don't I've I've met him a couple times maybe, but but I don't I don't know the guy. But um, I had seen him perform a lot before he was, before people like knew who he was and he had his own music out and stuff. He was in a bluegrass band called the Steel Drivers yep. that used to play at the Station Inn, which is this. If you ever go to Nashville, like you know, everybody's gonna tell you to go to Tootsie's and go to go to Roberts and all this stuff on Broadway, and that's all great. But the coolest place in in town is is called the Station Inn, and it's this little cinder block building that used to be all by itself in the middle of like a sketchy part of, of Nashville. Now it's all built up with high rises and you know, there's an urban outfitters and all sorts of stuff. Gentrified, but, I believe we call it. Uh, that's the, that's the word. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Although I don't, I don't know if it's, yeah, gentrified probably, but, but it's like, there was literally nothing there before. Like oh, it was gotcha. just, sure. it was like the station in and there was this sushi, sushi place across the street and this jazz bar. And then this like, that was it. Like there was nothing. Now you go down there and it's still, you know, people taking their, their pictures in front of the mural with their, you know, their Lululemon sure. pants on all that sweat <laughs> parties and all that stuff. But, but holding strong it, <laughs> is the station in and it's just, it's, you go there any night of the week, you're going to see some of the best musicians on the planet. It's all bluegrass and, and like, you know, they have some like Western swing and stuff, but it's mainly a bluegrass bar. Um, anyways, but we used to watch them, the steel drivers played on there uh, when Chris Stapleton was was the lead singer, and you hear this guy sing in person, you're just like, oh my god, like who who is this guy? It's just unbelievable. So he's been around Nashville for a long time, and he's written a bunch of songs that are on the radio, and and uh, it was really really cool for to see him like bust out finally because he was so good. You know, he was, right. he was to me he was one of those guys that was like. He's too good. He's it's 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 like not going to work on commercial country radio or whatever because right. he's just like he's just too good, you know. But yes, but it, it, they figured out how to make it work, and and I'm so glad because he's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, he's on that he's on that weed song singing singing the harmony part. If you check it out, I'm gonna listen to it right now. Hey, hoax. One yeah. other thing for you, buddy. If we w- would would you come on again? 
Oh, dude, us. I love it. That's great. Well, well, I tell you what. How about tomorrow? No, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> so dude, hey, we want to. I know you're kidding, but I, I have nothing else to do, so I would, God, love, I like to, I would love to tomorrow. <laughs> well, so we're gonna we want you on again, but we want to play. I want to do another game with you guys, and I'm gonna make it a little bit harder because you guys smashed that one. But <laughs> okay. then, is is it possible that you could like if we if we wanted you to play a little fiddle, could you knock something out for us? Absolutely, I'd love to. I'm, I'm I apologize that I, I pulled up your email as I'm sitting here, and it's like, oh yeah, last is last it in there? two sentences. Oh, there, there we go. There, I should have yeah. led with it. We're I'm already so, over I'm, it, dude. I'm We're so gonna, sorry. It gives it gives us a reason to have you on again. Yeah, Next no time, doubt. Yeah. There's the tease. That's a tease. I That's love it. Tease. That's the tease, baby. That's organic. For real though, like I, I'll, yeah. I'll do this every week. I don't care. It's fun to God talk to you. God damn it, I like your style. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, you careful. We're gonna take you up on that player. I do know. It. Yeah, he's gonna be a third member of the show. Third Absolutely. The, what, we got the, good flow. What's the show called nowadays? What, LTK what? show. Yeah, still, but we gotta throw like an O in there somehow. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need any of the credit, dude. It's it's LTK show and it's good by me. It's well, like it's like uh, Conor, late night with Conan O'Brien. You, you know, you got Andy Richter sitting on the couch. Right, right. It's... That's what I absolutely. <laughs> and I'm good with that. I'll be I'll be Max Weinberg. It'll, it'll there you go, great. dude. He's talking, ripping some drums <laughs> off. <laughs> maybe play a little Bruce Springsteen and get her done. His kid too is a hell of a drummer for uh, Slipknot. I don't know if you dabble in that, but uh, I, I I haven't to be honest with you. He's our, a he's a heck our of bass drummer. player's a, a, a Slipknot fan, but I've, I haven't really got into that. But I did see Max Weinberg on SNL last weekend. It was pretty fun to see. Bruce, tear yeah. it up. He's awesome. Awesome. Fantastic. The boss. One of the, the best. Yeah. Well, well, man, what do you think, boys? I mean, that was fun. That was I, fun. I enjoyed it. You're the man, dude. We genuinely appreciate it. Dude, I love talking to you guys. Love, love you guys, man. And love you I, too, brother. I, I thought we were doing like a Joe Rogan thing, like three hours, like hanging yeah. out. Well, dude, the problem is is we need we need to write more content. We didn't know you were going to be so damn personable. <laughs> we're we're going to have – like you just – you ripped everything we gave you. We're going to have to get deep on the next one. Let's get deep. Let's do it. All right, brother. Yeah. Awesome, man. Appreciate it, dude. It was was awesome to catch up. We're going to talk soon for real, though. We're we're talking again soon. Appreciate you very much, dude. Love love, love talking to you guys. Hey, are you sending Christmas cards this year, dude? What's that? Yeah, man. Are you sending Christmas cards? I I, I missed it. Sorry. Are you sending Christmas cards? Uh, yeah, they should be. Uh oh, maybe out. I didn't get one. No, no, did you definitely did. Both. We're of you talking guys. about your Christmas cards on the next show because they are a legendary, <laughs> legendary Christmas cards on this guy. <laughs> we we uh we mailed them out like, I want to say Thursday or Friday last week, and Love it, dude. people in Nashville are just getting them, so they're on the way, boys. Don't Love worry. Love it, brother. Man. All right, guys. There's our show. Hey, hope you guys liked it. Um. You know, we had a great time catching up with Hoax. He's just an uh, awesome guy, really genuine dude, and um, he's had some really cool stuff happen to him in the last oh, month or so. And, um, yeah, make sure you guys check that performance out. So thank you guys for listening. As always, thank you to the JP4 Foundation, our sponsor. And, hey, until next time, learn, try, and own, achieve. Hum, babe.